Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Fueltopia podcast. I'm Dan and I have got with me tonight Andy. Hello. And Dave. Hello. Hey guys, it's good to have you all back together again because last week we uh, we released uh, like an interview one, a one-on-one with Ricky, which um, was pretty cool. That was a cool insight into his life and what he gets up to. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, oh no, actually, no, 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 I made a mistake. It was the top 10 last week. Of course it was. It was episode 10. It was a top 10. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed anyway, the interview with Ricky, because that one's been out now. Um, and that was really cool. But yeah, it was top 10s. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed that. We actually, that was, I think that grew arms and legs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, we, we had this plan. We were like, right, let's make a proper list. Let's, let's be logical about this. And then no, as soon as we started recording, it just, nah. <laughs> A, a, a plan is a bit of an over exaggeration. We, we had half an idea, <laughs> half an and idea, went, and got carried away. <laughs> I just love the fact that like we had a structure in mind, guys. Everyone like we did have a structure, and then Dave asked the like made an awesome comment about video, and that was it. The first thirty-five minutes was about shooting video. So three <laughs> photographers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> talking about talking about filming and vlogging um so that was like that was an amazing uh, amazing effort i thought which but, actually um... <laughs> after after the ricky interview makes us seem like complete fucking idiot oh yeah totally <laughs> that's what i mean like we <laughs> I, I interviewed a professional videographer uh, and all of a sudden uh, there's us three talking about gopros g7x's and pointing them at ourselves uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah good times um hopefully people got a bit of insight into what we, we did waffle on as well that was, yeah. that was the longest one. So if you made it through it, thank you. Well, Andy <laughs> takes his, uh, takes his uh, lists very seriously. Oh, so. Lists are important. It escalated. It escalated. Well, um, since then, uh, talking about video, we've obviously been able to enjoy Dave's video on Norway on his uh, road trip. Dave's <laughs> excellent, excellent video on Norway. Excellent video. And seriously, everyone, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to go see it. Uh, it it's fantastic. And I think, is it up on Fueltopia yet? Not yet. I need to wait for dum, the dum, magazine dum. to clear the images ah, yes, before I can write a blog post about it. Of course. Now, this, yeah, that's that's actually an interesting thing that I kind of think we should get into tonight is is blogs. Um, so mm. we like we again we tried to plan this one. <laughs> we got some topics, <laughs> so we're going to bring you some topics. And and Dave stepped up and has given us some wicked topics for tonight. And one of them is very much talking about that and about creating blogs and stuff like that. Um, so Fueltopia, for those back in the day, now you guys, I don't know if you remember, but Fueltopia started off as like a car community. And yeah, it, it was like a big online car club, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like a big online car club and it had meets and stuff. Um, and it was going to car shows and representing that. And like Paps, for example, who's been on here a few times, he's old school. He saw it from the beginning and he, he can tell you all about that. The Ace Cafe days, which still obviously goes on to this day, the, the monthly Ace Cafe meet. Um, and he obviously remembers how it used to be now it evolved then into um what we kind of have today which is yeah. this like media house like the fueltopia side that everyone sees is like the media house alongside the race series um now we've all contributed over the years in some way or another to the website and that started off <laughs> to varying degrees yeah but it started <laughs> off as like <laughs> i mean uh, listen uh, no, i don't think well i don't know it's just it's hard but we'll get into that <laughs> we'll get into that um Obviously, we all wrote blogs. Yeah. Now, why? The question is really like, why? Why do we start off writing blogs? Why do we feel the need that we wanted to do it? Like, that's kind of. Well, I mean, what did what did you think? Like, well, I mean, blogs going back a couple of years were the method in which people digested information. If you wanted yeah. to know about an event, mm -hmm. 
you'd read a blog post about it. If you wanted to see a feature, you'd either buy a magazine or you'd read a blog post about it. Yeah. And by and large, some of the bigger blogs are surviving, but that, that, is, that is essentially how everyone started to get into it. And it's also, um, if you were to join something like, like us, like at Fieldtopia, for instance, mm-hmm. um, it was a way of getting accredited. You would be able to go and shoot events. You'd gain access to a shoot events mm-hmm. on, on the premise that you'd be writing a blog for it. So you'd, you'd be giving, like, you'd get access in return for writing a published article sometimes well thought out and with decent photos that is a key thing you've just said there is um i think writing the blogs and i don't know whether you agree with this andy but writing the blog just like dave said is very much was about getting access to the events as well to and and having something to show for it afterwards to say like thanks for having me at your event thanks for getting me in for free uh now i've put some graft in i've released some images um and i've made a right you know i've made an article and i've promoted you um and i think that is like that was the ethos. I mean, loads of them, as you said, there's some that are still obviously massively ongoing to this day, like speed hunters. Um, yeah. And that is, I mean, we still look at that. Every, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I look at it at least every week. Um, I, I'm daily on it. Daily. That's awesome. Like that's like, so cool. Once a month. <laughs> okay. So we got daily, weekly and monthly. I like that. We cover, <laughs> cover all bases. But um, now the, the question which you, you proposed uh, is the evolution of this, Dave, is how yes. it's changed. And yeah, I mean, what would you do? You think it's natural progression? Because basically, just to to enlighten people, you know, it's changed. Blogs aren't really as big as they were. Would you say? Yeah, I mean, we kind of want to be careful about how we yeah, word this because obviously course. we still have a, a we our own blog. site, and yeah. we yeah, we're not trying yeah. to dissuade people from going to it. No, but people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. True, and. Um, I, I'm quite sad about this because I honestly think blog writing is a bit of an art form. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone can bang out a hundred words, and which is probably what most people want to read these days. But we were talking like fifteen hundred, two thousand yeah, words. To. We blog used to posts. back in the day. I mean, there, yeah. we used to have a limit, didn't we? We were like minimum five hundred words back. In minimum five hundred. Yeah. yeah. And and me, yeah. I mean myself, I used to waffle on for for <laughs> waffle on for hours, which is probably no surprise to anyone listening. But I, even on the keyboard, <laughs> I'd waffle yeah. on for hours. And Andy, I mean, you wrote some excellent, excellent yeah. books. I I, yeah. I I never noticed there was a five hundred word minimum. <laughs> oh, I just smashed through that and opened a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that funny? How like, and that's not that long ago that we would write that, and we would feel like a sense of accomplishment for right i mean i, I don't know i'm speaking for i'm speaking in the wider we no no i totally um, agree i mean I, yeah. I was absolutely buzzing to drop a massive yeah. article like i mean um even like on car features you you'd you'd put on your best internal jeremy clarkson voice <laughs> yeah and you would and, yeah. and sit down to the keyboard and start using every superlative that you could <laughs> describe a vehicle and true it was loads and loads of fun and then you'd get people to read it and comment on it and it used to give you a, a super like cool feeling i used to feel yeah. really good about it um let's go back to like is it changing is it moving on mm-hmm. yeah i think people's attention spans are getting smaller people tend to look at a photograph for less than a couple of seconds these days yeah and the next transition is like so your blog posts are becoming galleries yes, galleries, galleries. Are becoming, mm-hmm. yeah your galleries are becoming instagram posts yeah and then yeah. blog posts are now moving over like instead of writing a full blog you're either doing a vlog in video yeah format yep. now where mm-hmm. people can actually sit down and not under, not only see what's going on but the see the person yeah. yeah communicating what's going on as well and offering their opinion and uh, youtube's a wonderful forum for exploding comments about oh yeah yeah like 
and just tearing articles apart or tearing events <laughs> apart or, or like showering them with praise or whatever you want like. that is so true i mean now uh after anything that happens pretty much in this world and that includes even youtube news people will create videos about that youtube news or those events giving a review yeah. about them in it's like video. a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. kind of, in some it, sort of way it's mind-blowing and i think like people would rather put a 10 minute video on than read uh, a 1000 a 1000 uh, word um blog post and that yeah that is the attention span thing um and i we're kind of you know we're guilty of that. i mean i'm guilty of this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use the royal we anymore but i'm guilty of this because i wrote blogs um i wrote a lot of blogs for fueltopia over the years and last year i wrote it kind of dwindled um i moved up i moved away from london i moved to scotland and life kind of got busy but i carried on writing them and i was enjoying writing them um and then it kind of evolved into what can i do that's going to get people's attention so then i moved into vlogging uh, which you guys have all had a dabble in we've all had a go um yep. and again that was kind of as i used to say in my videos that was for me <laughs> more than anything uh but it's funny how like i don't know maybe i was chasing i don't know chasing the public like i do you know what i mean because i knew that my blogs weren't getting as many as much attention i, I don't it's know, a strange it's, one because yeah. I, I know that all three of us offline have spoke about this like yeah this like um pressure that's slowly been building in the back of our minds and then it eventually materializes in you actually fighting the bullet and making a video yeah like we've all had this like this but, pressure to move into that forum willingly yeah, or yeah, not yeah yeah but is yeah. the pressure uh, staying relevant do you think that's what it is uh, well i think well for me personally i can't speak for anyone else for yeah. me personally and it's actually something dave said to me in the past okay i spend so much time on youtube <laughs> i spend more time on youtube than just about anything else yeah yeah, yeah. I remember when you first came to visit me, Andy, when I moved to Scotland, and you said you consume YouTube in a very different way to me because I was using it like television. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, and now, I, and now it's my television. And now it's like, your television. It's like like I, I have, I have a Virgin Media TiVo box that's not even plugged in. I just have <laughs> it because it gets my internet cheaper having the TV box. Done. So Job done. I, I use like and like Netflix and Amazon Prime and what have you, but. Yeah. It's YouTube that I just, if I've got 20 minutes, I'll stick on a YouTube video about anything. Because yeah. there's yeah. YouTube videos about everything. Exactly. So that so that feeling of, you know, consuming it so much. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way like I, that I got started writing blogs mm-hmm. because I was reading blogs all the time. Yes. I, when I was on my lunch break at work, I would get one up on my phone or whatever. or And I'd read a blog on the Speed Hunters or, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere else. And then, but now or it's yeah. or Fieldtopia, <laughs> or but you know, and but now I go to YouTube or I go to Instagram, but mm-hmm. I tend to just follow YouTubers on Instagram. So uh, <laughs> it's it's that. So and I think that's where the pressure comes from because I don't even know if it's pressure, but you you see that the, there's such a huge audience for just niches. You see yeah. niches opening up everywhere of stuff of things that you're into whether it's cars or wallets or cameras or video games or whatever and you're like well i'm into these things and i have opinions on these things so i could put my opinions out there yeah yeah so so is it so is that the accessibility then as well Well, yeah i think so i mean Mm. i'm not going to say it's easy because it's not easy but it's you know it's achievable is the is what it is i think 
I because for me, one of the reasons I started blogging is that I, I felt it. I felt it gave me a purpose to take photos. I know that sounds crazy, because but I felt like it gave me a purpose to take photos and share with other people. So to me, it was about sharing a story. Um, mm. And then the videoing of the whole thing was like, right, well, I need to get people's attention more and tell my story in a way as well. And that was kind of like where that where my head was at. Um, yeah. right. and seeing everyone else telling their story, I was like, well, this can be done. Anyone can do this. Like, yeah. it, it, as you said, it's the YouTube, there's something for everyone and it's a big open platform and, um, it, it's just funny and, how it's changed. And, and it's one platform. It's yes. not, yes, it's platform. not like yeah. I have to sign up for 18 different websites to be able to comment or no. do this or that. It's one platform, you know? Mm-hmm. Or oh, remember yeah. your fucking Facebook login, just to leave a comment on something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly no that is that is 100 percent. it's it's just it's just funny how to see how it's progressed and i mean even now i mean look, look what we're doing right now we're, we're in a we're doing a podcast and the, <laughs> the, <laughs> i mean it's the again natural progression because this is something that people can listen to us uh, ramble on they can do whatever yeah. they want in the meantime they can be out driving exactly. the car um they can be at work i mean i i have been a massive listener of podcasts because it fits in with my life if that makes sense yeah um yeah. for easily the last like six seven years I, i've been listening to these things and i just thought hey that's cool let's 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 talk <laughs> yeah cause, i mean I, I started listening to like, like podcasts i started listening to probably when i first got my iphone whatever my first iphone was oh yeah yeah and that i'd got a new van at work and it had bluetooth yeah <laughs> and i was sick of radio one yeah, and I was sick of them telling me how great this song is. Like they <laughs> fucking wrote the thing, and I was like, "No, I'm done with this." So I had started listening to podcasts, and I've been listening to podcasts probably for about ten years now. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, man, I'm I'm much newer than that. I'm I'm probably within the last year. But it yeah. isn't it cool though how it fits in. Like you can be in the car, you can be driving, and, and I, I mean. Think- yeah. I can't do it when I'm driving because I drive a Saab and it has a massive head and it'll, be no <laughs> in, and it'll probably blow up if I did plug it in. Oh, man. But um, I, I, I live in London, so I get the tube to work. Of and course. I, I use my commute time to to listen to podcasts and I listen to various different ones and it's like passive learning. I get to work yeah. and I know more than I did when I left I, for work. Genuinely, it's incidental entertainment, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I, I kind of hope that in some way we're helping with that. I doubt it, but it would be quite a cool if we were. Uh, people are listening to us in the background and learning something. That would be yeah, I, I doubt they're learning fucking anything. <laughs> but it's, uh, maybe in the interview ones. I'm going to give, you know, get, get some yeah, credit yeah, on yeah. that yeah. one. Not us collectively, but you and whoever you talk to probably. That's pretty much it. But it's funny to see the evol- the evolution of it because we have definitely evolved. Uh, Fueltopia, you know, Fueltopia has evolved over the yeah. years um, from a community to a media house, really, which is what it became in its in its massive strength. Um, and then having its own race series, and then also doing media on the side, which is obviously us. Um, and then to change from the blogs to the vlogs, uh, and now to move into the podcast, it's interesting yeah, because I mean, yeah, on that. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I'm going to stop writing. No, that's cool. I, there's one there's one thing um, that I hated always about doing blog posts, mm-hmm. and that was I I got bored of having to describe everything I see, so I'd end up taking photos <laughs> of things that yeah. I see, which no one wants to fucking see a picture of some banners and stuff like that. I mean, sponsors might, but honestly, mm-hmm. it's 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 boring, and I mm-hmm. I would include those photos to help set the scene. Yeah. And then easier into the bangers later on <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the video, in, sorry, in the blog post. 
doing that kind of thing in video mm. takes a split second and you've nailed it without the need of words <laughs> so or true. the need of pictures. So true. And so I think what I'll do now um, going forward is, is where possible I will do videos. Yeah. Providing like people want to be filmed or I'm allowed to yeah. film the location, etc. But I will still also write a blog post. So I'll have an opinion piece that goes in a video, but also a supporting opinion piece in blog form with, mm. I don't know, 10 photographs. I, but I, I think I, that's, yeah, I think that's where, the way I want to, I did that with the gap bill video on Fieldtopia as well. I had yeah. like, um, there was a topic that uh, yourself, um, James Gilbert and I were talking about like, mm-hmm. like is, is gap bill done? Is, is it over yeah. over the hill and stuff like that? And it, it, my opinion piece, if you want to read it on Fieldtopia, is basically counter that. It's like, no, we've been going so many times with desensitized. Yeah, agreed. And like, yeah. Having yeah. a video showing you what gap built is, showing you some pictures, and then offering my opinion over the top of everything, mm-hmm. kind of like had this all-encompassing like you, you basically you know now you're up to date, you're you're up I, to speed with what's going on, I and it became awesome, a, a yeah. whole package. I think no, I, th- I think you're spot on, I, and I think there's something very special about sitting down with a cup of tea and typing out a story telling a story um and i don't ever want to lose that ability to do that i I, you know i really enjoyed i wrote a piece uh, my probably my favorite piece i wrote recently for fueltopia was the one where i switched for a year i went from four-wheel tarmac motorsport and i shot two-wheel tarmac motorsport uh so i went and i started shooting the british superbikes and that was I had to learn fast what that was all about. And I felt like I wanted to write about that. And I waited till the end of the year till I'd done a whole season. And I was like, I'm going to sit down and tell people my story. (laughs) Uh, And I really enjoyed that. So I definitely, as much as maybe people's attention span has shortened and the content they consume has evolved, it's still nice to do what we, what started us off. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that's very important. The but the, the, yeah. I don't even I don't even necessarily know that people's attention spans have changed. It's just certainly personally, there's there's less time to spend going through a thing like yeah. going reading like a two thousand word blog post. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can eat my dinner and watch a Casey Neistat video. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's on while I'm doing whatever. So it's just it's just different. Like find it's it's like making the time. It becomes yeah, harder. True. Personally, it becomes harder for me. No, that's that's actually true. I mean, it's it's funny because I I read a few news websites every day, um, and I'll make time to read them, but they're not big articles. As soon as I see a big article, I I skip it because I'm like I can't get into that right now. Uh, yeah. Which is weird. Like it's, it's it's something in my. I don't know if other people feel like that as well. But I'm I'm kind of similar. So yeah. um, I will not watch videos whilst at work or on my lunch mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. Um, because like it's it's blatantly obvious if, I, if I'm sat there with headphones in <laughs> on and watching a video, um, but I will read <laughs> blog posts, right? Because I can come back to them whenever yeah, I want. Keep I, might, I probably have about ten of them open in my tab, and I'm, <laughs> I'm at various different stages of reading them, and I will read those through because I my job with CGI there's a lot of load times and a lot of like hanging around in, in places. So yeah, so I will just sit there and what read stuff. But I, I probably watch about an hour's worth of YouTube every night. That's awesome. I, I, and and I, I feel the same because in the morning with my cup of tea, I watch YouTube. So like I'm getting up um, and I'll watch 20 minutes of YouTube before heading out for the day. And it's the same in the evening. I get in, I make dinner. And whilst dinner's cooking, I, I, well, actually, whilst dinner's cooking, I've got a podcast on. And then when yeah. I sit down to eat dinner, I'm watching a video. Um, 
and it's it's interesting. I think it's because it fits in. But talking, uh, was mentioned about attention spans and stuff, um, and the way it's changed. And you did bring up an interesting one earlier where you said um, galleries of images um, yeah. you know, have turned into Instagram posts and so on. Talking yeah. about that, we all are people that have had um, Facebook pages. So yes. Facebook was a very big platform when it was when it launched as we all remember we all kind of everyone flocked to it it's kind of it's still strong obviously um but there's competition to an extent um well, yeah yeah sort of you know what i mean i'm just trying to be yeah i guess there is competition um but it's still very much like we had facebook pages and that's where we put our work and all three of us had our own well we all still do uh very you know and i'm wondering whether they're kind of dying off and everyone's obviously moving over to Instagram because well I'm yeah like... I mean I don't I I've never had the biggest following on on any social media platform and my no. Facebook page doesn't have a huge following either mm-hmm. but I used to get a fair amount of work through it um, but I oh, probably wow, get yeah. more work through Instagram these days yeah. than I do through Facebook yeah um, and my page my page what I've got just under three thousand likes or something like that mm-hmm. my page if i if i release something on there we'll probably get about 45 people see it <laughs> and it's just honestly what's the fucking point it is it is it, that's exactly it it's been throttled hasn't it well it's, why should i bother putting that content on that page mm-hmm. if that is all it's going to achieve mm-hmm. it's just it's not worth my time i don't see any return from it so um instagram does far better when it comes to that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm far happier using it. Um, and I get more people messaging me. I get more interaction. And I, I think it's a far better platform. 100%. I, I hate Facebook, even though yeah. Facebook is Instagram. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> which makes it tricky. But I, I really like, I mean, I don't think I've posted anything on my like photography Facebook page for fuck, nearly like two years. It's yeah. just... I got to a point where I was like, you know, oh, fuck this. I don't, I can't be arsed with the comments. I don't like, like, if I put a picture up that I'm happy with and then some fucking Egypt puts up a picture of their clapped out whatever underneath it, I'm just like, nah, <laughs> mate, fuck off. I'm, I'm not interested. You, you can go and do your own thing. So I just, yeah. fa- Facebook's, to me, Facebook's a bit toxic. So I just kind of stay away from it whenever uh, I can. I use it, I yeah, use it to organize right. football games. So that's about it. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. I think it is a toxic. It's because it became a toxic environment. I mean, like I had a pretty good Facebook page back in the day, um, and it, it it kind of before they all got throttled. It, it wasn't. It's not huge by any means, but it's like four thousand or something. Probably most of them are bots and <laughs> and and uh, another um, sort of automatic follows. But it you never get the reach to show people. So if you're trying to tell a story and show off, not show off, but show your work and stuff, no one no one's really going to see it anyway. Um, no, you bet. You bet off just using your personal you bet, yeah, page exactly that's just what everyone quickly learned and then i can't remember the last time i actually directly posted anything to my facebook page everything auto posts from instagram <laughs> yeah that's don't i don't even think i like my instagram doesn't like i turned that off i'm like no nah, fuck it i'm not because <laughs> okay, then i'll just get one of those little red dots above the facebook icon yeah. and i feel obliged to look at it because it's like a <laughs> Pavlov's dog or something and <laughs> I hate those red dots above the icons so <laughs> nah I just nothing I, like it's there I organise football with it just sleeps. that is it as far as I'm concerned no that, that, see that's I, and again that just shows the evolution of it doesn't it because at one point that was important to us 
at one point it was it was you're totally right at one point we were like we're putting our time and our effort into this we spent hours setting it up we spent hours queuing stuff thinking about the best time to release things thinking about when we're going to get the best audience and everyone you know everyone was doing this and it just shows how how it has moved on how it's evolved and that's where we obviously move over to instagram now i mean funny funny enough mm, but on the facebook pages yeah, our, yeah. our own fieldtopia one is actually doing pretty oh, well it's, it's awesome so that that gets a decent amount of traffic and i have no idea how <laughs> but like, because, i'm like, so proud I mean, but it does <laughs> like, because yeah i really am happy that it does because like it does like we all put probably like our, de- our best quality work up yeah. We put the best quality, and it, on our own pages, it does nothing. Put it on Fieldtopia, it goes miles, mm-hmm. and it's great. And I think that's probably because we have quite a large catchment um, around the world of, of yeah. different viewers and d- I demographics. Th- I think so, Dave. I think you look at the metrics for the Fieldtopia website, uh, sorry, the Fieldtopia website and the Fieldtopia Facebook page, and there's people from all over the world, which just, I think it, that's why we have the audience, and it works uh, on the main Facebook page. And yeah. also, there's a lot of interaction. I, I always a lot of see, interaction, yeah always see comments always see people chatting in the comments and then there's also the page is very responsive um because there's often quite a lot of questions come in a lot of people asking stuff um, our events go through there as well yeah so. all of our events go through there as well so i mean the the formula g and the barrel spin both have their own separate facebook pages but people still come to the main one uh, yeah. about like the offline meet and stuff like that so it shows there's still a, there's still a place for it like this but i don't think it's where i want to be anymore like personally no. um and I do Definitely. enjoy Instagram. I still, I mean, I haven't been on there recently because I've got a lot going on right now. I'm sort of moving and everything. So it is a bit hectic, but um, I was posting once a day and I've got to admit, um, you know, for the first six, seven months of the year, I was posting every single day. Um, and you do get a bit of a buzz when you log on and you see like a few hundred likes, even though it means nothing, <laughs> yeah. but you do get a bit of a buzz. You're like, oh, cool. Excellent. Um, it was worth it. And it's like, what was it worth, Dan? Like, at the end of the day, what was it worth? <laughs> like, it was... Oh, your dad's getting all existential on us. But, it, but it's true. Like, sometimes, <laughs> you, sometimes you sit there and you're just like, that's cool, but uh, it doesn't really affect me in my actual job as a photographer. I could not put anything out. And I just, you know what I mean? I'd still go and do my job to the best of my ability and come back. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's weird, but that's just me being a bit deep, I think. But yeah. it's just my thoughts on it. But instagram is definitely where i enjoy spending time if i'm going to do anything right now um, yeah yeah and i'm worried whether that's even, to do with, yeah go on even then it's like it's more so, like I, I spend much more time looking at stories than i do looking ah, at yes uh like the instagram feed because they've cocked that up by making it non-chronological so so we go back to the same thing then where it's turned into a visual like video type thing rather than pictures no, but I mean, you still get pictures on. True. It's, it's more the, the the sort of this. It's it's just more current. I think. Is that what it is? Is it is it because it's happening right now? Yeah, I think so. But I think that's what it is for me. I think well, you, uh, you can also be very interactive. Yes. Yeah. Like I... the, the the stories can also. Be, I mean, essentially, it's like a click through game. True. At some stages, like you can do like the whole like uh, click to see what happened next. I mean, yeah. you're going to anyway, but yeah. like. Yeah. It makes you feel like, oh, okay, cool, I'll do that. That is spot on. I mean, I've I, I've watched we well, I watch your you guys' stories as well as many other people, but I love to like message you guys on your stories. Like, I feel like it's kind of cool because I know that you're doing it either right now or you've just done it. So I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a message because it's relevant, and yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It's because it is relevant right now. Yeah. 
there's, there's a whole there's... other way of making people jealous as well. Like when you're out <laughs> on holiday or at an event or on some sort of road trip is, is awesome. It, it, no, I think, yeah, I think that is actually, uh, that's probably got a lot to do with it as well. Because I know there are some, some people that do suffer quite badly with social media and get a lot of envy, which is a shame because um, you definitely shouldn't be like that because social media is only showing the best it's it's yeah. it's not showing the bad times it's just showing the good times and i think some people need to remember that and they shouldn't get jealous or down about it because it's not worth it um no, fuck them if i'm not smart enough to figure that out <laughs> fuck them so dave and i are compassionate there on that one but andy as you but that's just that's i mean that's just my opinion uh, i just uh, i sometimes i read stuff i mean i'm not uh, i'm not someone who shares all that much if you actually Think about it. Like, in fact, none of us do. We're actually quite private. We share what we want people to see. Yeah. Which, I mean, all right. Yeah. So here's here's why Instagram is the best social media because uh-huh. um, it it basically gives you overruling accessibility. You are basically living through someone else's camera on their phone at that yeah. point, and you yeah. can interact with them on pretty much on demand. Yeah. And you can get a response straight away. Yeah. Um, like when you when you read a blog post, you're kind of cold to it because like, it's probably been a couple of days since that event is. I mean, unless you're super fast and actually smashing out an article on the day it's just happened, you're, you're a few days down the line. You've, you're, your perception of the event or your excitement is going to be diluted because you can have snippets from other people. You're going to see photos in your timeline and it's going to take a while for you to actually get that opinion peak. Yeah. Whereas like Instagram stories um, and Instagram, you've got this whole like live upload. Yeah, you can do the same through Facebook, but it's drowned in a torrent of racist shit that no one wants to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. <laughs> and, but like Instagram gives you that like instant gratification. It's immediate, mm-hmm. and it's and that's why it's so good. I, I agree. I think that's a very that's a very good point. I mean, I I want to kind of move this on now. This conversation because there's another point which is, again is relevant to what we're saying completely. But um, taking it back to the beginning where we were talking about uh, accreditation and saying how we would offer blogs basically and articles in and pictures in return for accreditation to get into events. Do yes. you think it's harder now because people don't have the same, like Facebook pages are losing in popularity. They're not really out there like they used to be. Um, blogs aren't as big. There isn't as many as popular ones as they used to be. I, I, well, it's just, when if you look at like when we were doing like and obviously we still do, but yeah. some of us. But it's 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 a influencer marketing before we knew what influencer market was. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, we were we were doing that already. Yeah, you know, it's... we'd get into places and take photos and make it look cool and try and yeah. make the participants look cool and and you know give them like a free thing for them to push out and people can see photos of themselves and that's yeah. that's what it was. And now it's just you know it's a uh, adverts for booty tea and <laughs> oh poly and all that bullshit yeah but it's the same thing yeah <laughs> i mean so are you saying that based on that like the so the influencer culture is is how you get known and how you get into accreditation would that be like the more instagram followers you have for example uh instagram or youtube or yeah. you know whatever it is if, if someone if say for example I don't know someone like Adam, yeah, uh, Ivo, who we, Adam we know. Adam Ivo Yep. Yes, and we know and we like and we enjoy his stuff. Uh, like you could have him along at your event. He could show what the event is. He could give his own, you know, funny 
t- take and spin on it. <clears throat> Yep. He's always very excitable as that boy. Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, that's, that's you give him accreditation as opposed to a guy who has, you know, a blog that maybe gets 50 views a week. It's, it's, yeah, but isn't that, I mean, I totally agree with you. And Adam is a pr- very good example of that because he is invited to places and he goes and presents and he does an amazing job uh, at going to so many different varied events he's, he's sent to. But the, the thing is, doesn't that make it hard? Because you wonder... Like when we yeah. did it, we—I don't know—that makes that makes me kind of well, sad. I, I think I, I think I can sum it up. Like so, when we started, mm-hmm. um, effectively to to get into the game, you need to be able to offer something. Yeah. Now, um, there was a, in a, in a back in the day there was an additional tier. You would have to offer something to a media house, and that media house would then have a lot more to offer than you would, which yeah. would grant you accreditation in order to go and do that. Yeah. Now, if the media houses are few and far between, and those that still exist um, are a bit more selective about who they take on because there's a lot of people that want to jump on board the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. So you yourself have to be able to prove that you have a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. You have to, rather than just like, oh, I've done some pictures and some words, <laughs> you have to be able to show that your stuff gains traction, you have a decent audience, and you have to be a bit more savvy in that regard and actually show your worth. Yeah. Um, unless you have a media house to shoot for. So if I was entering it now, I mean, I've, I've been with Fieldtopia for six, seven years now. Yeah. And if I was entering it now, I don't know how or where I would start. No, I'm thinking that as well. I'm racking my brain actually thinking, uh, I don't know. Because I mean, I was writing I was writing blogs for fun. And then they were like, oh, we can send you to this. We can send you to that. And that's how it started. But I was yeah. doing it. I was just writing and taking pictures. Um, and now I don't know. I, genu- I genuinely don't know if that's enough now. Like, I mean, I guess your Instagram, if if you if you go out there, you go to all the shows, and I see this a lot. I see a lot of sort of Instagram photographers that go to all the shows and obviously have access to a lot of stuff uh, and get a great following, and that seems to work for them. But um, it's definitely harder. I do, uh, you know, we, we can move on from that now, but I definitely I definitely think it is probably harder nowadays, unfortunately, to be accredited for, for stuff, um, unless you can... Yeah you can prove you can deliver something which you know we still do at fueltopia we still have people that we push forward to events and get you know we have steve white who goes to all the rallycross events um yeah and definitely gives something in return for his free ticket you know what i mean yes yeah. <laughs> his, his blog and, is amazing and, and i think it's like uh, and to, to i don't think blogs are ever going to disappear right sorry about that we've had some technical difficulties there it seems uh first one episode 11 <laughs> um i think we should probably move on to some q a i think dave you've got some some questions you've had asked from the community yeah i've got some from uh, instagram um we'll go with uh at dan martin media because uh how did you guys go about getting publicized did you look for yourself or did you or were you approached that's a good question yeah. um I mean, I publicize. I mean, I'm actually not been as published as you, Dave. You've been, you've had a lot of yeah. work published. Yeah. Um. It's. I mean, Andy, you've also been a lot of newspapers and stuff, haven't you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's. I mean, that's just that's through work though. That's less to do with me and more to do with the the the, client. the the yeah exactly the media machine which i work for so well that because that, that's exactly it because the only the only time because i know i've been in magazines but the only time it's not through my own doing it's actually through the clients i work for pushing stuff yeah right so, and then i mean I, I suppose what he's probably trying to ask is is how do you get clients to notice you yeah that's a yeah. good point that's a good uh, point 
and uh, I, I, I don't know. I've only got I've only had like four clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I could probably field that one. Um, yeah. Because my first magazine that I got I got featured in, I I posted in a Facebook group my coverage of Gatbill, and the editor of Gatbill magazine was in that group and saw my work, and I think it was a a, a couple of months before the next event, awesome. and he said, "Would you want to come out and shoot the event?" And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, I wanted to go anyway. And he was like, would you want to shoot it for the magazine? And I was like, yeah, 100%. So that's my, my first in. That's um, awesome. So after all that slagging of Facebook, it's actually Facebook that got you. Yeah. Got you that um, made you get yeah. LD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then after that, like, uh, I think the next one was uh, a UK magazine. And I wanted to shoot this guy's car. And he goes, oh, it's... It, some magazine wants to shoot uh, feature it as well mm-hmm. and i was like okay um and then one of their no i email, emailed one of their editors and said hey I, i'm gonna go and shoot this car here you guys are interested and so that's how that relationship kind of built and then another one was um there was a feature i was doing on bagsy's gtr at oh yeah Gatbill, i remember that and mm. japanese performance magazine chased me up after i'd shot it and said, hey, can we buy that feature off of you to run on the UK so magazine? That's, that's a key thing you've just said there. So you actually shot it first with no intention to then sell it to a magazine. Well, I shot it for Gap Bill magazine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then, but I have sold features in the past that I have shot without using for a magazine. Mm-hmm. So I guess like you, you can either get noticed, you can either approach magazines yourself. Bear in mind, there's going to be thousands of people doing this. So the likelihood of getting picked up is, is going to be quite slim unless a you're good or b you have something they want Mm -hmm. like your shot a car they want but there's nothing wrong with going ahead and and speculatively featuring cars providing it doesn't cost you a huge amount of money to go and do it yeah and then and then like pitching that car and that story or that feature to to a magazine and if you're going to do that then what i suggest is like put together like i mean i used to send contact sheets so Mm -hmm. small thumbnail images of of a car and a little bit of backstory about it like this is what they've done. This is like this car's been built in a shed or whatever, or it's completely <laughs> yeah. hand built or lovingly installed by father and son, whatever. Like, and it's got to be interesting. So you need to like basically sell the whole package. So they go, okay, that sounds cool because you're talking to editors and they have a whole magazine to deal with plus future issues. Yeah. They're busy people. They ain't going to want to sit there and go, oh yeah, cool photo. Yeah. You got to. You basically got to spoon feed it to them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I think, I mean, like, it is similar to how I I got noticed was through writing and shooting uh, off my own back. And eventually you kind of get noticed and and just keep doing what you're doing. You guys both got picked up through Monster as well. Yeah, we did. Through Fueltopia, yeah, yeah, that's right. So we we were doing what we love doing anyway. And then they just said, do you fancy doing it for us? And it's like, well, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, like, certainly I'm not as now, but... And Dan was back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. Like we were prolific in putting stuff out. We would oh, make yeah. sure if we were free at a weekend, we'd be at an event. We'd yeah. we'd be shooting. We'd be getting better. We'd be getting better at writing. We'd be getting better at photos. Yeah. We'd be getting better at everything, so that when a client comes to you, you're ready. You're ready. You don't go, you don't shit yourself and go. 
hundred percent. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out of my depth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always feel like I'm out of my depth no matter what. Even if I go to well, a job yeah. now, I'm just like, yeah. oh god, I'm scared. <laughs> but, the, the, but that's your process, though. That's how. That is, man. That is. Like, if you if you were calm, you'd probably shut yourself even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably would. I probably would. and you've worked with me enough to know that's exactly what I do. I freak out for up to yeah. up till the shutter button pushes. I'm I'm terrified, and even after. <laughs> uh, exactly. Like. I mean, we've shared we shared a room at Jim Cannon. Yeah. And, I mean, you were living on your nerves for like yeah. four days. I'm it like, was horrible. And I don't know how the man does it. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm like my own worst enemy. So, but definitely... you are a different person at an event to what you are. In, like, <laughs> I think so. Time. I think so. That's why I keep saying to you know, no one. If if there's anyone like family, don't come and watch me at an event. I'm a different person. <laughs> I'm just yeah. a bag of nerves. I'm terrified. Um, but no, I think yeah. So I think to it's it's Dan, wasn't it? Because I've I've I followed Dan on Instagram. I think yeah, Dan, Dan yeah. Martin Media. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's he's a he's a good lad. Uh, he just needs to keep doing what he's doing, and and uh, that's you know definitely encourage that. Um, yeah. Um, the next question I've got is from uh, Horizon Media Rolling Low. Okay. Uh, on Instagram. Now Catch I kind me. of wish we had this um, question when we're doing the gear review. He goes okay. motorsports events to go to in England. I want to shoot more with my three hundred millimeter lens. Oh, is it fixed? Is he just... Yeah. Oh. Okay, 300mm motorsport in the UK. Right, first of all, I'm, I'm going to turn around and say, take it to any event and any yeah. track. Yeah. And because like, everyone, when I Actually. first started, turned around to me and said, you need a 70 to 200. <laughs> yeah. And that is the biggest pile of steaming Agreed. bullshit you can ever be told. Agreed. 200mm is not long enough. I mean, it is if you've got a crop sensor camera. But mm-hmm. if you're on full frame, it's not long enough. No. I know people love that lens, but I do not. No, I, I've actually mine. Um, so mine got damaged again uh, in Torin wasn't in me. Poland. No, it wasn't you. This, <laughs> it wasn't you this time. But it, it got it got damaged again in Poland, and um, I actually kept it in my bag all weekend. And I used uh, my one three uh, one three five uh, and yeah. my four hundred, and I have never had much. I've never had so much fun shooting an event. Uh, Dan Martin's two. just actually bought one hundred and thirty five mil because Fantastic. of me. Fantastic, good lad, good lad. That's I awesome. know. <laughs> that's really cool but um definitely i think um sport events in the uk with the 300 anything just anything, it doesn't man. fuck anything yeah, anything and like don't go shoot stock cars because it'll no. be crap yeah. but you know go shoot anything because yeah. it doesn't matter no it yeah. doesn't matter and you can make stuff look so cool with a 300 and if you're shooting exactly if you're shooting that long right you can shoot it so differently to everyone including the people that have access trackside yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, if, you, if you're a spectator, you yeah. can get some decent shots for that. Definitely, definitely. I'm go thinking of or yeah. track days. Go to track days. Yeah, track days. That's a good one. I mean, I can think of uh, multiple spots at like Brands Hatch. Brands um, Hatch is perfect for it. Which would be perfect for, for a spectator yeah. with a 300. Um, you've also got Donington. That's got some great spots for a 300. Uh, yeah. there's, there's so many good tracks in the UK that are still accessible. Uh, I know we've just lost Rockingham, which is a, a real shame. No, no, but, no. Um, but, like, it's... It, it, there's so many good places to so, so definitely yeah like the like you Lidden Hill's said. a great one go down for oh, rally yeah, cross of course. Like, for the spectators and you're basically on top of the cars anyway yeah exactly I mean that's awesome yeah definitely go and shoot yeah uh, drifting at Teesside as well I don't oh, know yeah. if you still do that but drifting at Teesside for 300 would be mega it's just perfect uh, Santa Pod drag racing as well yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. See, that's as good as anything. Medium. Like, anything. just look. look there, there'll be some website somewhere with everything on a motorsport calendar. Yeah. And just go. Oh, that one's closest. I can get to that. Or oh, this one's nearby. I can get to that. Just Whatever go to anything, want. man. That's yeah. not anything at all. Hundred percent. That's that's um, a really good question. You got any more, Dave? 
Yeah, I have. Dan Martin also asked again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mirrorless. Do you guys believe the hype, or will you be sticking to your trusty DSLR? Uh-huh. Go, Andy. Yeah, mirrorless, hundred percent, all the way. <laughs> Dan Fuck and I were DSLRs. talking about this before you turned we up. We were. We were. <laughs> and you were both like, oh, I'm quite fancy those new Nikon numbers. Uh, we did. No, we gave them praise no. when they're due, but we're excited to see what Canon pulls out the bag. Yeah. And I Why believe... would you be? Because Canon will just disappoint you and break your heart <laughs> like they have done for the last five years. I love my 1DX. I go to bed with it. <laughs> uh, mirrorless, I believe, is the future. Yeah. I, really I believe do, the but... children are the future. But I'm going to say the same thing to you, Andy, as I said to Dan. We live in the present. Mm-hmm. I yeah. trust. The problem is I trust my DSLR so much. I know that when I click that button, mechanical shutter, and I get, and I and I, I trust it enough, and I, I don't need to see what I'm going to get. I kind of have it in my head. Um, doesn't always work out, but <laughs> but that's <laughs> to me that's that's what I want, and I think that's kind of uh, the beauty of film back in the day and then moving on to dslrs uh, i want to shoot mirrorless i really do and i do shoot mirrorless um i shoot with a fuji x100f for everything that isn't work like um that is my go-to camera for life but it's for work for, it's, for work it's the dslr man i can't i can't get my head around it <laughs> I, I don't i don't think you can handle the stress of mirrorless now. like changing <laughs> i don't like it would, it would, it would kill you. me it would destroy yeah. me i'd be like what do i do like, it financially destroy me because I need a camera per lens. Because <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't changing lenses, track slide. Yeah, that's 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 that is the, like I wish they would just close the shutter. I know when the right? lens was detached, just just to give you just to give you a little. If it was just an auction, I swear that yeah. one of the originals did that, Andy. One of the original Panasonics back in the day. Uh, had that feature where it shut like a, a mechanical shutter over the sensor. Yeah, just, well, it's just... there because I mean, I use the mechanical shutter on my A7R3. Oh, so it, it is out? there, it closes. Yeah. I just. I just want it to close when I'm changing a fucking lens in the middle of a <laughs> Agreed. No, that's that's um yeah, that's a really good question. So yeah, I think we'd like to, as you say, it's the future, and I agree. I want to find a system that I want to use. Uh, it will happen, but not just yet. Yeah, and then it's I've not... got you got one more. One, one stupid question <laughs> uh, from Alex McKenzie or eighty five millimeter on Facebook. Uh, sorry, Instagram. If you follow him. Mm-hmm. And he says, why is 85mm such a dick? Um, I'll answer that. (laughs) Okay. Because he looks like Harry Potter. He's a fucking wizard with Photoshop. That's why he's such a dick. I thought he was referring to the focal range, but I didn't realise it was getting personal. (laughs) No, yeah, his username is 8T. Oh, I think I follow him. Yeah, Yeah, Alex McKenzie. He's brilliant at Photoshop. Oh, and they're twats because of it. <laughs> no, oh, he think... does. He does some pretty pictures. He yeah. does do some pretty. Yeah, are you, you're looking at the feed now. I'm looking right now. Yeah, no, he's a he's a talented guy. That is awesome. That is no, that's really cool. It's nice to get some Q and A, and uh, definitely it's really cool to get to get some questions in from everyone. But... Quite aggressive, Tom, though, Dave, aren't you? You're just. <laughs> 
I mean, oh, you, yeah. you seem to like all of his pictures, but you're very aggressive towards him. It's a love thing. <laughs> no, no, no. His Fancies question him. was literally, why is 85mm such a dick? I didn't, I didn't pose the question like that myself. He asked me to ask that question. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you answered it with such venom. I know, there was some real... Str- I didn't know how to take that. I was quite scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, this is, is this how we get new listeners, is it? <laughs> yeah, ask questions and I'll slag you off. Uh, that's, that's, it's been a good one. I think we'll have to cut this one short for tonight we've been plagued with technical problems and i've actually uh it, it's not our side it's um the where we host this podcast it's the actual european servers were down like periodically so that's what that was uh, uh. so so i'm really sorry about that you, you might have lost a few of our insightful comments earlier on in the podcast but um dave will blame 85 millimeter yeah so definitely <laughs> blame him but um it's, it's been a pleasure as always talking to you guys and getting some opinions on this stuff so um dave if anyone wants to find more about you where can they find stuff about you buddy I am at Shooting Dave on just about everything, apart from Snapchat. Fantastic. And you, Andy, where are you? Uh, on Instagram, Andy underscore FFP. Perfect, man. Fit and for I, purpose. Fit for purpose. That's it. And I am, as always, at Dan Fijian across all social media. So it's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you once again for joining me to talk about just, you know, social media and vlogging and blogging. It's been awesome. It's been a really cool sort of 45 minutes. I really enjoyed it. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this has been the Fueltopia podcast. It's been a pleasure to share this all with you. Thank you as ever for listening, and we look forward to the next time. See you later. Bye.